I'm very pleased to welcome into the studio this morning Raza Chowdhury, who is one of the acts from the Surrey Showcase. Good morning, how are you? Uh, thank you for asking, I appreciate it. Yeah, came here from Woking. Uh, yes. Now you're here because you are one of the confirmed acts for the Surrey Showcase on the 18th of August, yeah? Yes. Right, and you're a magician? I don't call myself that, but I do magic tricks. So okay, so yeah. what, what would you call yourself? I, I don't believe in fancy titles. I don't fair know. enough. You're a man who gets on a stage and does magic. There's something like that. Yeah, fair enough. And you've got about a 20, I think about a 25-minute slot, I think, haven't you? Something like that to do. Yes, yes, yeah. yes. And you're on the studio at five past 12. So anybody who's coming along, if you haven't got tickets yet, Razzy, you're going to see. Tell us a bit about how you got into magic. Um, it's, it's a depression recovery thing in my gap year. I worked at university. I mm-hmm. helped teach chemistry at Southampton on the foundation year course. And then I were, while I was doing that, I did magic tricks on the side as a hobby. I did some odd jobs. So, you know, I stacked shelves in a pound shop for Christmas and I cleaned the kids' play center, including the toilets. <laughs> uh, you learn that people definitely don't aim at all in life. <laughs> but, you know, um, I did magic tricks in a local Frankie and Benny's and a fundraise for the kids' charity that they part- partnered up with. Brilliant. And while now, people were yeah. waiting for food. Yeah. And then I stopped. Depression took over my life. I went to university, I got time off to recover, and then I ended up in hospital, and I'm not in hospital anymore, I don't have broken bones anymore, and it's kind of acting as part-time casual work. Brilliant. So it's your way of getting getting back on your feet? Something like that. Yeah. And have you done anything like the showcase before? I mean, you were saying you've been around perhaps some restaurants and so on, and done yeah, stuff for uh, the diners. So traditionally, they say in the magic community, best way to do magic tricks to get good is to do it in restaurants where people are waiting for food. Mm-hmm. So when they're, they're bored, they, they're less likely to complain to management. <laughs> they're less likely to know if... Because sometimes, you know, it can be a very stressful environment. for The, the, the guys in my restaurant residency, they work harder than me. Mm-hmm. Um, I get my practice. If a trick goes wrong, it doesn't really matter because, you know, you're the in-house magic boy. That's where the tricks go wrong. Absolutely. So you're, um, you're looking... Someone says to you, hey, they see you, they like you, they ask for a business card, and they're like, hey, can you do my wedding? Can you do my Christmas party? Can you do my office? event and you're like here's my card get in touch me with me whenever you feel like it if i can do it great if not i can recommend a few people that can inst- or could instead brilliant so this is quite a big step up for you for the showcase uh not necessarily i mean no. stage work is is different to close up mm-hmm. because i actually spoke to about this to one of my mentors and who just does both and close up the attention is on your hands mm-hmm. um you know it's about the tricks Stage performance is the attention is on you. Right. Presentation is more about confidence and putting a show together. Like if you do it close up, it's more about the individual tricks, mm-hmm. or you can get away with the individual tricks. You don't have to be slick or smooth. Stage, there's the expectations that you're more slick, you're smooth, and you've got your material down to a T, so to speak. Right. So the close up, I've seen close up done, and I've seen is would what you do on the stage be different would you be doing different tricks or different illusions on the stage it depends on what sort of tricks or what material you pick okay so if it's tricks with long rope they could be done in either situation right tricks done with a rubik's cube can be done in either right but if it's done with a small prop so as a rule of thumb you know if you do a coin trick you might do it close up but not necessarily the best to do a 2p coin on the stage (laughs) fair enough because people got to be able to see it yeah um so it's kind of getting the hardest part is probably potentially, I would say first is getting the show together, but long term it's having the confidence to stand in front of a th- group of people, however big or small they may be, and 
Because, you know, people expecting this is a Saturday afternoon, this is a social time, the evenings and the weekends, and they're expecting good. Mm-hmm. And if you mess up, it depends if the people are nice, they're nice, but it, performance anxiety can be a thing for a lot of people. Yeah. Um, I think the crowds are going to be good, to be quite honest. I think there's going to be quite a few people there. Um, you're used to doing it. I mean, if you can do close-up just a, f- a group of people, I'm sure you can translate to the other bit. But are you looking forward to it? I haven't really given it much thought, to be honest, because <laughs> I signed up for it months ago, and they sent me the emails, and we exchanged a few emails. I'm like, yeah, the week before. I, I mean, I have read the documents and mm-hmm. yeah, the guidelines and whatnot, but I'm thinking, yeah, the week before I'll take I mean, I'm not rushing things at the last minute. I have spoken about it to my mentors. Um, but from my point of view... I don't need a f- big fancy setup. I'm not, you know, David Blaine or da- well, I'm not <laughs> David Copperfield who needs to fly on stage. You know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. So that's the advantage. Most people have never seen magic tricks in real life. <laughs> so if you're n- not up to standard compared to the magic community, they won't know because they've never <laughs> seen anyone else. They don't have anything to compare it to. So that's a get out clause, really. In a good way, because you yeah. know, if you're starting out, that's you, 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 it can help you feel like, yeah, I might not be as good as my mentors at the magic shop, but I'm good enough for them, so I can get <laughs> Fair by. Fair enough. And let's be honest, your mentors wouldn't send you out there unless they thought you were good enough. Otherwise, you might. You know, they don't want you to be in a situation where you feel downcast or foolish about what you're doing. It depends. I've been told that there's a lot of performers, especially in central London, I've been told. I didn't know this for a long time, but I've been told a lot of them tend to be terrible, and they tend to give the rest of the community a bad name. Really? Because magic tricks can be used as a thing to con money off people. I personally yeah. don't. Mm-hmm. But if you speak to people, because a lot of the time, in, maybe not so much in Hampshire, but in London especially, you ask them if they want to see a magic trick, first thing that comes to the mind is, how much money are you charging? Yeah, yeah. Mm. So would you ever consider sort of doing your tricks out in the street, like the street musicians you see wandering around? Uh, I mean, they only tend to do that if it's for camera or yeah. if it's a formal street show in a tourist area, and thus they're, they're busking there. Yeah. I have played around with it, but you know, when you're a teenager and you're excited, you just want to. You have a new trick; it goes wrong. You want to show it to everyone, even though you probably keep going it wrong. But um, now I'm 24, but I feel old. If I do it outside in the cold, <laughs> I get joint pain, so it's not worth Fair it. Fair enough. No, not worth it for you. So, have you pre-planned your act, the, the tricks you're going to do? Are you are you uh, going to sort of just have a a, a group of them, with a, a collection of tricks with you, and uh, sort of like dipping in and out of the hat on the day? I haven't. I mean, I have thought about it, but it's still subject to change. The, the idea is to finalize it in sort of next week or so. Because fine. But I mean, I I could if I get put on stage right now, I could do it. Fine. I could do something. But the question is, what order would you do? What in or yeah? Basically, like I got the material. The material is ready. It's just about being able to. The technique is there. It's just about making sure the presentation is, to, is there to go with it, so to speak. Well, I don't doubt. I, I actually saw a, a YouTube video of you. Oh, thank you, thank you. <laughs> Which one? Um, that one. You, no, I always moan at people. Rubi, Wait, uh, the the watch one or the other one? The, uh, the one of them, the watch gets taken. Yeah, with the watch gets taken. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That, was, uh, that was a couple of months ago at the Magic Club. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's very impressive. I see you've got thank a you. Rubik's Cube in front of you there. I could, yeah. nev- I could never do those. Uh, oh, yeah, are, I mean, you, are you thinking of doing that trick on the day? Potentially, potentially. Good. Well, I won't talk about it and say what you do now, then, so people wouldn't see it. But that's fair enough. Thank you. Appreciate I, it. I was, I was impressed by that. Oh, thank you. I thank really you. was, and I was watching very carefully, and I never saw you take the man's watch. 
Right, it takes practice. Yeah, I can imagine. You know, it takes practice. Sitting with mine behind my back at the moment, just in case. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because, <laughs> you know, if it goes wrong, people can think you're stealing. So, uh, you know, because uh, the advanced guys, they'll take you up on stage and they'll tell you in front of everyone they're going to rob you. Phone, watch, wallet. Mm-hmm. I mean, uh, one of my mentors, he's so good. He teaches you how to do it. I mean, the course costs about $400. Mm-hmm. I'm looking to save up for it. But, you know, phone, watch, wallet, tie, belt, I've heard some people can take a lady's bra in certain situations without her knowing. Because I spoke to a mentor of mine, I'm like, because he does it professionally, I'm like, you know, that's going to go wrong. What what if you get slapped? You guys, the misdirection's got to be strong because they do actually take the stuff. Wow. And as they're taking it, they wave it behind your bed so everyone else is in on the act. <laughs> and at the end, they give it back. And it's not, it, it doesn't, you know, it's not going to happen overnight, but if you want to work for it, I feel nowadays one of the problems we face is uh, people. we have a culture of being work shy. Everyone wants things instantly. Mm-hmm. So uh, one of the things Magic Tricks is helping me out with is building the discipline to get your head down and focus on something and keep getting it wrong until you can do it right consistently. Yeah. Well, I, I must say, talking to you now, I'm I'm very impressed. You know, you, you've got, you're doing this obviously for a reason, which, which you said, yes, and yes. you're sticking to that reason. Oh, thank and, you. Um, I've got to say, when you came in, I thought you were quite nervous. But as, as, as you've carried on talking, you've, built, you've grown in confidence. So let's hope if you do have a little hiccup at the beginning of your show, you build up in confidence. So I have no doubt, I've got to be honest, if I can find the time at 5 past 12 on the 18th, I'm going to be in the studio watching. Oh, thank uh, you, thank you. Appreciate it. I'm going to see that. Um, I would ask you to do a trick, but they don't come across very well on radio. So no, <laughs> we can always do one if you want, no problem. Um, Actually, we've run out of time, so... Oh, sorry, I didn't know. Sorry, sorry. <laughs> no, That's sorry. No, not a problem. Um, Raza, thank you very much for coming. I hope you've enjoyed the interview today. I'm very much looking forward to uh, welcoming you on the 18th. We will be there, and maybe again we'll have a, a chat. Either, either I or one of my colleagues will have a chat with you, either before you go on or after you come off, and you can tell us all about the experience. Raza, thank you very much for coming in this morning. Thank you. Appreciate it. If you've enjoyed this podcast, why not keep up to date with The Sound of Surrey by listening live at brooklandsradio.co.uk or through our free mobile app.